Hey, this is John Sally, and thanks for listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hi, this is Katie Dobell, author of the book Let It Out, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hello, my name is Don Jose Ruiz, co-author of the FIFA Agreement, and you're listening to Humble Warrior Podcast. Hey, it's Jason Robel, the author of Eternity, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Yo, this is Tommy, TommyMacYoga.com. You are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Handstands, everyone. Hi, this is Bob Ross. I'm a teacher of Transcendental Meditation, and you're listening to a great show, the Humble Warrior Podcast. This is PJ Fleck, rowing the boat. You're listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Here are your hosts, Chris Forte and John Moises. I'm John Moises. That is Chris Forte. Live brave. And this is the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Humble Warriors. And we're back for another episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. I'd like to thank everybody for subscribing to the Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes, following us on Twitter at The Warrior Pod, and liking the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So this week, we've got a guest. A guest. A guest and um, a very, very close friend, or becoming a close friend, and loving the work that she's doing, and grateful that uh, we're able to have her on the show today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's get right to it. We've got Kristen Noel on the line. Kristen Noel is a writer, speaker, motivator, lemonade maker, and believer in all things possible. She's the editor-in-chief of Best Self Magazine and blogs regularly for herself and others, including the Huffington Post. She has a personal mission to empower people to take charge of their own destinies, to write their next chapters, and to tap into their best selves, no matter what hardships they have experienced. She is currently working on an inspirational memoir and creating live events and online offerings to help others jumpstart shift in their own lives. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. And I love the work that you're doing. Awesome. Awesome. And I think then this was a, a great time to reconnect on many different reasons uh, to give our listeners a background um, and even you a background, John, because John's like, hey, how do you really know Kristen? Yeah. <laughs> update, um, update me. You know, we when we started the Humble Warrior podcast, um, wow, it's been over. It's hard to believe it's been over a year and over 60 episodes. Um, but part of that process has been really de- going through the journey of writing this book and taking the steps of that. And one of those inc- incremental steps that was important was in September 2015, I went to Hay House Workshop mm-hmm. in New York City. This was actually a month before we launched the website and our podcast. Yep. And it was, for me, the opportunity to learn a little bit about the book business and learn how to get started to write a book and what have you. But, you know, it was very, as we've touched before on the podcast, it was a very uh, beautiful event over the last the two days that I was there. And one of the persons that got up and spoke is who we have on the show today was Kristen. Oh, wow. And she was very inspirational because, and, and we'll let give give the floor to Kristen in a second. I want to make sure I'm correct with all this, but she was at a Hay, Hawk, Hay House workshop prior, and she came back to talk about how much it influenced her and she was just launching this best self uh, media digital online magazine. Great. And so, you know, I've been following her and her progress and the beautiful work she's done and has been an inspiration to me and has supported our work. So I thought it was a good time as, you know, I've been working to get my book out hopefully in June to bring her on the show. 
uh, hear about her story and her inspiration of creating this beautiful uh, magazine because it's uh, it's a beautiful work and uh, I love reading it and I love when it comes into to my app and I read that. So, um, you know, Kristen, thank you again. Very grateful that you're part of my life and, you know, would love to share your story with our listeners. Wow. Well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny um, just hearing you recount that story because um, to be honest with you, I was scared to death when I took that stage wow. that day at, <laughs> at the Hay House Writers Workshop. Um, it was, but it was a really pivotal moment for me because I think it had been like two years prior to that. I was actually sitting in the audience, much like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I had kind of sheepishly uh, stepped into that workshop. I was kind of hiding in the audience. I was there to soak up all these pearls of wisdom uh, because I was just bound and determined that I was going to put this inspirational memoir forward. And I remember sitting in the audience and Reed Tracy, who is the CEO of, of Hay House, uh, who was guiding the workshop, really started telling us about the business of publishing and how we had to create this platform and we had to have this following. And the more he went on, the more I shrunk down in my seat. I was thinking, oh my God, you know, all the books that need to be written are already published and on the shelves. And how am I going to build this platform? And and all of this, it was very daunting. Yeah. So I think, um, I think, you know, like anything else, like you were saying, that you had attended because you wanted to learn about the book publishing industry. And, you know, you have to take that first step on behalf of yourself, on behalf of your dream, right? And at that time when you were sitting in that seat, you probably had no idea that you would have a successful podcast, you know, that it would lead to, you know, one thing would lead to the next, right? Right. Um, And it was very much the same thing for me because no matter how scared I was that very first day I went to the, to the writer's workshop and I was sitting in the audience, I went home and I was really inspired and it, and I said, okay, look, I'm going to take one step in the direction and you know, it, it sort of takes on its own path and its own journey. And if you just keep like holding on to that dream and you keep putting, you know, taking action steps, it's going to produce something and it's going to lead you somewhere. And so coming back two years later, to take the stage the reason it was so important to me was that i wanted that person that was sitting in the audience that was feeling like i was feeling like oh my god how am i ever going to do this this is so daunting um i feel really passionate about it but this just seems like too overwhelming i wanted them to know that i was that person i was that person that was uh just completely completely overwhelmed, not knowing what to do. And just by staying the course, you know, things started to unfold. I had no idea I was going to create this magazine. I had no idea that we would be, you know, here I am today, two and a half years into it. um, And interviewing, you know, just amazing people that were sort of like the rock stars of, of my self-empowerment world. And, um, and I love, you know, I take every, every encounter as a holy encounter for me. So mm-hmm. meeting you there, you know, meeting someone in a cafe, you know, meeting someone in a bookstore, like we never know where all of these paths are going to intersect and how we're going to end up co-creating or helping each other or showing up on each other's podcasts or, or like you wrote for the magazine. Right. 
you know, and this it brings a big smile on my heart because I want you to know I was one of those people. That's why you and I are talking today. I, you know, yeah. I felt very daunting. Where is this going to go? And it was really when you got up there that resonated with me because you were there. And so, and I think that is when you say everything is purposeful. And like by you getting up on that stage in a way is why we're doing this podcast. Right. I mean, I remember you there with your badges, like Olympic medals around your neck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Well, we have to tell everybody that. Okay. Right. That was, that was, you know, okay. So I love that story. You can call this like the power of manifesting or whatever you want to call it. Right. All right. So when we, when you, you know, how you attend a workshop or a weekend workshop, you get a badge with your name on it. And after that first Hay House Writers workshop that I was at, I came home and I hung that up in my office and I literally said, I will be speaking on that stage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, two years later, I was speaking on the stage, but when I did take that stage, I took that badge, the original badge, and I wore it and I held it up to the audience and I wanted everybody to know that I was the least platformed person you know, two years prior, right. I was probably the one that was like the most scared in the audience, uh, the least confidence, the least knowing of, you know, what direction to take. And and I think that um, and I'm so you know, you really touched me by by sharing how that um, landed for you, because, you know, it's really about. You know, I think the golden thread is really sharing our authentic experience, like People can get up on a stage and tell you, here are the top 10 ways to be successful in your business or to publish a book. But when someone shares something authentic, bears a vulnerability or their own fears, um, that's what connected to the audience. That's what because because then they can um, find a piece of themselves within my story because we're all connected. Yes. And we're, we're connected by the human experience. We're connected by our messiness, our fear, our shame, our guilt, our anger, whatever it is, yes. um, our joy and our love. But, um, you know, because because that workshop was a brilliant workshop and they had so many amazing people on that stage that were powerful and successful and, and tremendously inspiring. And they all sparked us in different ways. Um, but I think in particular, when people share like their authentic selves, their their vulnerable selves. That's when you know things shift. Um, and or, you know you hope you, you feel like you crack open a little, and you're like, yes, oh, if she could do it, I could do it. Right, and absolutely. And I think what was so powerful about that workshop, and I wanted this to go into like the people you're interviewing and stuff, is you know the the, the, the authors that have published books and the you know the people that shared the stage that day we all really come from the same place, which there was something in our life, an obstacle or a struggle um, that eventually got them there. But I think what you said is the most important thing is to take an action step and not be paralyzed by fear. And we all get paralyzed by fear, but it's taking those little action steps and taking it one day at a time where you make these little breakthroughs and it's the little breakthroughs over time that eventually, I don't think we ever get to the place we want to get to the place. It's like that quote, you know, enjoy the journey, not the destination. Right. But it's really that journey of growth and challenging ourselves. And by just taking those little action steps, they don't have to be major steps. 
but it's just those baby steps. And it's also tuning out the noise, you know, tuning out the noise of the world, tuning right. out the noise of your own head, right. tuning out all the, you know, unserving stories you've downloaded throughout your life, right. uh, tuning out all the things that you have sort of subscribed to, you know, that the world told, told you, you should be doing this, you should grow up and become this, um, you know, just all that doubt, all right. that static, um, and when you can start to practice that, then you start to find your way back to the thing that lights you up. Because I can I can say that probably everybody in that room was connected by some kind of passion or dream they had. They may, may have felt they were there because they had to write a book. And maybe at some point we all will get our, we will birth our books, right? But we have a different journey. Right now your journey is creating this powerful podcast for your audience. And for me, it was the magazine and then creating offshoots from that. So it's kind of just also, um, you know, identifying really what is it that you're passionate about and that you want to keep working towards and letting it unfold organically, letting it become what it's meant to be. Like we don't have to have all the answers. That's the, that's another fallacy that we have. You know, we're so linear. It's like, okay, I got to I've got to grow up and I've got to go to college and then I've got to get a job and I've got to be able to figure this all out and I've got to be able to put it in a box and know what it's going to be. And that's really, that's really not how we do this. Right. Um, right. As, as you were saying that, you know, the, the thought that just came across is really that passion and like all those people in that room, really the passion is for us to be our true selves and to be able to share that story and shine that light. I think, you know, that's a big part of it. And it's to break that, like you said, that past conditioning and just getting into place how everyone, we're all, we're really right, all artists and we want to just, you know, we're all, everybody says, you know, you create your own movie or whatever. So we're all kind of right. in a way doing that. And we're just finding out, we're trying to find those creative ways to share our story, you know? Yeah, And, 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 and like you said, to just, you know, to, to find that passion and well, and to own it, how yeah. about just to claim it? Because like, right. for me, I had all this noise in my head, you know? I'm too old. Um, it's too late. I missed that boat. Who's going to want to read anything I'm writing? You know, I mean, it's like you have you have all of that noise uh, in your head. You know, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. It's never too late. Like, you know, sure. Well, there's a there's a great line that one of our writers uh, wrote when she contributed a piece to the magazine it was just like, I got here as fast as I could or I got here as soon as I could. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and, you know, just embrace that. And to, and I, you know, I also think don't like beat yourself up about how long it took or decisions of the past. I mean, it got you here and here is the most important place, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So give us a little history on, uh, your creation or best self uh, number one. And then two is I know, and I've been loving reading it, but like, what have been some of maybe the, you know, the, the interviews that have inspired you um, that maybe uh, the audience can get a little bit out of? Oh, wow. I am not trying to be politically correct when right. I say this, but I am truly impacted and inspired by every person I interview. That's great. I mean, I, seriously. I mean, yeah. I spend time, I spend a lot of time sort of 
um, vetting or putting an issue together or or trying to find the next person that's going to be on the cover that I think is going to really spark and inspire our audience. You know, I think that um, best self, you know, the mission of Best Self magazine is to inspire and empower people to connect the dots of their lives, to understand that we are interconnected beings, body, mind, and spirit, and that we really can't look at those parts of ourselves and those aspects of our lives uh, separately. And I wish I had learned this decades ago, uh, but you know, when I had a very big life, life explosion, uh, I really was kind of like on the ground and had to reassemble the pieces of my life. And, and that was where the beginning, you know, that was the journey of my healing. And, and I think that sometimes, you know, that like they say that writers write what they need to read right. <laughs> or, um, I think that this best self magazine adventure has been just calling forth people that I am, you know, and, and it's not even just the people that are on the covers because I mean, obviously, like I said to you earlier, they are the rock stars of the self-empowerment world, but it's also what I call my co-creators, every person yourself included that participates in an issue and shares a part of their journey and, you know, it's, it's about the voice that resonates with you, right? You know, the whole goal is like in you coming and being so brave and sharing your story, it, it's, it's about you, you know, you, your voice resonates with someone else. You know, we're, 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 I always say we're not really reinventing the wheel here, right? Mm -hmm. We are, we're sharing our stories and we're trying to connect with people so that through that connection, we can empower people to know that they can do the same. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, one of the things we've done on the show, Kristen, we've got a lot of different guests and we, we ask really all our guests. And I think this would be a great, great question for you. Um, cause we're talking about body, mind, and spirit. You know, we, we've coined a term, a uh, phrase here called spiritual fitness and, you know, just daily activities one can use to just maybe stay centered, say balance, what have you on um, what are some of the practices either you you do on a daily practice um, on a daily maybe a ritual basis or what have you then maybe just kind of you know keep keep everything aligned in your body mind and spirit that is a work in progress my friend no, always not. always yeah yeah well there. you know just just to go back for one second I, I mean, it's such an important concept and it's something that I wish I had understood earlier in my life because, for example, I was not making the connections that for, let's say, uh, at, at a point when, my, uh, when I was experiencing a lot of stress in my life and my lower back went out, I wasn't asking myself the questions of, oh, Hmm. My lower back has gone out. What does that represent? What is that connected to? What's, right. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. I wasn't, I wasn't like looking at that. That to me was just a backache. Right. right? Yep. Physical pain is physical pain. Right. And you know, we can walk around and say, we can all agree, right? Stress is bad for us. Right. Right. But, but then, you know, all of a sudden you've got a friend that's got an ailment or, you know, something out of alignment and you say, okay, so 
what's going on in your life? And, you know, they're not, they're not, you know, not necessarily connecting the dots and saying, oh, let me take a step back and think, how is my emotional well-being or lack thereof affecting, manifesting in my body? Right. Right. So these are the, this is like, this is the probably the most, I mean, it may sound very, very basic to some people and some of your readers and people that are further along the path, but that was like probably the most exciting discovery I started making when I started connecting it all. And I started saying, you know, if, if the back was aching or I had a headache or I was cranky, you know, what's really going on in my life? So going back to your original question, I, I understand the necessity to sort of like create the best balance I can in my life. Um, and for me, it's, it's really about what you're consuming, consuming on all levels. Like, what are you thinking uh, what kind of things are you reading and taking in? What are you watching on TV? What kind of music are you listening to? What kind of people are you hanging out with? Are they people that are, as I call, dream keepers and that are pushing you along and supporting you? Or are they gossipy and dragging other people down? Um, you know, are you sitting at your desk all day eating potato chips? Or are you stopping and taking time to go for a walk? So I you know, every day is a different day. And as an entrepreneur, you know, there is no like set, you know, nine to five schedule, but I try to carve out some time for myself, um, for my, for my mind, you know, early in the morning, I like to wake up before my family and I like to write in that, you know, the dark of the morning, a light, you know, a little ritual. I like to either bring a cup of coffee or a cup of tea to my desk and light a candle and just sit and write. That feeds my soul. Um, at some point, I like to meditate. I'm not, you know, a perf- I don't have a perfect ritual. Sometimes it's not on a meditation cushion. Sometimes I meditate when I'm going for a walk in the woods. You know, it's just an active form of meditation. Um, I, try to, I try to move my body try to move, do something every day. And I like to shake it up because I like to be outside, you know, but on the East coast in the winter, that's a little hard sometimes. Um, and then, and then you go back to food, you know, um, eat stuff that nourishes you. I mean, my life is, you know, I'm not militant about my diet, but I'm, I eat a pretty healthy, uh, diet with my family and we all knock on wood, stay pretty strong and resilient. And, and then I, I guess the, the final piece of that was um, a spiritual connection, having, you know, make sure that you carve out some time for a connection to something higher than yourself, outside of yourself, um, that feeds you, that feeds that, feeds your soul, feeds that essence of, of and uh so it's not a perfect science, but I just think it's really important to kind of pay attention to the body, mind, and spirit, and how can I do that every day, and and not make excuses about it, because too often people say, oh, I don't have time, or organic food is too expensive, or I can't afford a gym membership, or I don't have time to go to a gym. You know, that's all, those are just excuses you've got to You've got to realize you're in control of that. And this is like your beautiful life. I mean, I mean, you described the, the term spiritual fitness to the T. And 
What I mean by that is you just really said everything that kind of we are kind of um, kind of trying to bring the mainstream, et cetera, is that you're making a commitment for yourself and you're doing daily activities. And I think there is your like you said, there is no all right, A, B, C, D, E, but we right. all we all have the power within to do that. And we make that commitment to change and we start doing a lot of those things you mentioned, but how it works for us, even if it starts with two, five, 10, 20 minutes a day and making these changes, your life will change. And, and also, you know what? I just want to say to people, don't get overwhelmed, right? you know, cause I think when, I think often when people don't know where to start or they don't think they have the time. Um, they just don't start. Right. right. And so, you know, it doesn't have, I mean, that's my answer was a really long run on big, a long run on essay there, but it, it could be just one thing, like one thing that you could do for yourself today. It could, it could be as simple as I'm going to drink water and I'm not going to drink sugary drinks. Right. Or I'm going to have one cup of coffee or one, you know, just like one thing and, and watch the trickle down effect, because one step on behalf of your well-being will start momentum yep. and it will just it will just unfold. So that's the other thing. I just don't I don't want people to think, oh, my God, now I've got to get a meditation cushion and right. I got to drink green juices and I got to get an expensive juicer, you know. Right. Um, just like just one thing, yeah. one little thing will start this. The, well, you know, it's self-love. Right. It's self-love. And that's also how you find your way back to your intuition and and identifying like what lights you up and what you want to be doing and how you want to be spending this life. Yep. Absolutely. And it's kind of what we st st um, talked about at the beginning of the show. Like we talked about our experiences in the work workshop you know, this is the same thing is by just taking that action step and it's a baby step and just let it unfold. And this is a journey. And yeah. it's to just know that we all have the power within to do that. And we all, we are all connected and we're all connected to whatever that belief system that resonates with someone, God, universe, spirit, whatever creator, whatever the term one wants to use. Um, but you know, we all have that power within. And I think what, you know, where we're going towards and which is great is by having people like yourself on this podcast and talk about it. at the end of the day, this is for self love and, ha and having compassionate love for ourselves and really taking care of ourselves. And when we do that, that becomes hence our best self and we can bring that out to the world. And then all our relationships, everybody we encounter is everybody's better off if we take care of ourselves. Whereas we've been conditioned sometimes maybe to take care of everybody else to have self-worth, but then our energy's drained and we haven't been taking care of our own self. And then, you know, that's not, not really the highest good for anyone. Absolutely. We, you know, and, um, and sometimes one may think that's selfish, but in really, it's really unselfishness of just really taking care of yourself. That is such a good point. That's a, that's a reprogramming. Right. Um, and I, and I have to say women in particular are really, really good at that one, really good at bypassing their own emotions in the name of being like Uber moms and yeah. Uber entrepreneurs. And, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. And 
you know, you'll hear a mama roar when she's not happy. Right. And that's not, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. That's, you know, that's not, uh, that's, you know, the other thing is also um, cut yourself slack. Life is, you know, it is messy at times. It is not perfect. What works today may not work tomorrow. You know, you can just, I, I, I say just like do the best you can be dedicated to uh, your self-love and, and, and an awareness um just you know what it is that you need to to run at an optimum level and how can you be how can you show up the best for other people for your family and the people that you love and the people that you work with and you know that i mean you can't show up as your best self if you're not taking care of that best self absolutely Absolutely. And I think that is one of the things that has taken, you know, the reprogramming, but have now, I'm going to say is, is really, that has really benefited myself are the two things is, is when you look in the mirror, what really matters is when you're really alone and you're never really alone. So whatever that connection is, but when you're looking back at the mirror and you look and you like what you see and you know, you're doing the best you can. You know, and you just know you're being your best self to the best of your ability today. And we all make mistakes and we all have obstacles and we all have problems. And it's just to understand that as long as I'm working on myself and bettering myself just a little bit each and every day. And again, having that compassion and not beating ourselves up and that and if we can do that and we're committed to that, man, that, that living that life of purpose and joy and passion and enthusiasm, you know, it's there, it's there. And it's, we need to each be the inspiration for our own selves. I mean, it's, you know, it also, it also helps, it helps us shift, you know, for example, I mean, we can't, you know, we can't deny that sometimes we just have crappy days. Right. It's and, life. um, you know, you could be having a crappy day at your desk or a crappy day with your family or a crappy day with yourself when you look in the mirror, whatever it is. Right. But I think the more we start to practice shifting, we, we learn to shift faster, right? So if you're having a crappy day at your desk, get up from your desk. Get up from your desk and take yourself for a walk. Say, you know what? You deserve a break. I'm going to just like, I'm going to take this time. I'm going to go out for a walk. I'm going to shift the energy. I'm going to do something for my, I'm going to move my body. I'm going to breathe. Whatever, whatever, you know, feels good to you. Take a walk, meditate for a second, go go get a green juice, whatever it is. Uh, It's also about helping us shift out of stuff that's not working when we're banging our head against the wall. Right. I think, you know, I want to go further on this idea of the shift because I find it really interesting because I think a lot of us, I know I am sometimes, I'm conditioned to when something is not going well is to hunker down and say, all right, I'm going to get, I'm going to double down on this. I'm going to work harder and I'm going to put more effort into it instead of taking that little mental break or that shifting in thought or even shifting in what you're doing at that moment. um, I think it's just, it's almost like a societal thing that we've been trained to do. It's like, Oh, you need to work harder or you need to do it more or you're not doing enough. It's like the ego. It's the ego that's saying, Oh yeah, it's not working. You just wait and see. I'm going to make it work. Right. You know, I'm just going to keep. I'm going to keep pushing against it. 
Well, the other thing is we also take everything personally. So if something isn't working, it's because we failed, you know, that we have done something wrong or we haven't succeeded or um, it has some reflection on us as opposed to, and don't, don't, don't get me wrong. This is like, I, I, you know, I haven't mastered this skill yet, but for example, you know, you, you make an outreach to someone and you want, uh, you want, you know, if, if I want, I want them to be in the magazine or be on the cover or whatever. You know, I, I, I send that out with a certain level of expectation. Mm-hmm. And if that comes back to me and it's not the answer that I wanted to receive, then I take it personally. And, and then, you know, you, you have a, you, you're, you're standing there and you have a moment to decide, okay, what path am I going to take? Am I going to take the path where I'm going to keep pushing back? Or do I take the path and say, huh, that's really interesting. I wonder why it's working out this way, but I trust it's working out on my behalf. Like this is, you know what I mean? Right. So that's a small, small example. But, you know, for whatever reason, beating, beating our heads against the wall and c- continuing to push up against something, you know, is not a sign of nobility. Right. Um, and too often we just kind of get stuck there. And that doesn't feel good, you know? So I, I think the more we can learn to say, huh, what's really, what's going on here? I'm, um, maybe I maybe I need to look at this from a different angle or maybe I just need to walk away from this. Right, right, right. It's all, it's all to me, it reminds me of a, a lesson one of my teachers has told me is that there's really three types of energy. There's your energy, my energy, and the energy we make together. And there's, right. there's a few ways you can deal with it. You can block energy, you can step away from it, or you can merge with it. Right. And I think inevitably we, our instinct is to block it or to run away with it, run, you know, mm-hmm. move away from it. But really where we create the most energy and the most power is when we merge the energies together. And, you know, I think if we look at, for me, I try to look at that every day when something happens. I'm like, what am I doing? Am I, am I really blocking this? Am I merging with it? Am I moving away from it? Because it tells me a lot about my thinking on that situation or the problem at hand. I, I think also that we have to check, we have to learn to just check in and trust our hearts and to trust our intuition. You know, I think, I think it's, it's not even, it's, you know, we overcomplicate life. We over overcomplicate our encounters and our experience in the world, and because sometimes we don't really want to hear what our intuition is saying or our heart is saying. One of the things that I've really had to to learn to do, and it sounds so oversimplistic, but oftentimes that's just the way it is, right? Is just to trust my heart to trust my intuition, to just check in and simply say like, how is this making me feel? Right. And for some reason we just make it too complicated. Maybe sometimes we don't want to listen to exactly what the heart, you know, you have to be willing to listen to what your heart and your intuition want, because sometimes maybe, you know, maybe that is walking away or maybe it is engaging in something that would be easier to walk away from. Um, but I think I think far too often do we just sit back and say like okay so how's everybody feeling about this imagine if we were to sit around and in a in a corporate environment in a boardroom and people start to say 
so what's your gut instinct about this? Or how are you feeling about this? How's everybody feeling about this? Right. You know, if we could start shifting that conversation and making it more mainstream, I think we would save ourselves from a lot of grief, unnecessary drama. Right. I agree. Speaking from the heart, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the thing is, it's, it's about telling the truth. And again, that sounds like an oversimplification, but we don't tell the truth. You we know. don't really walk around telling the truth. Like if you really catch yourself, like if you say, okay, today I'm going to really pay attention to all of my encounters from, you know, from the littlest mundane um, in, encounters to the bigger conversations, where are we not telling the truth? Where are we sort of maybe saying something that just, you know, is the, the, you know, the path of least resistance or it might be a little white lie or, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see that message or, you know, wherever it is. It's like really kind of calling forth the truth. And, you know, because if if you're telling the truth, then you don't have anything else to to, to worry about. Well, that, right? that, yeah, that is like, well, right. The truth will set you free. But I think that right. that goes to the place of looking in the mirror and saying, I've bettered myself. You know, I continue to improve my, be my best self. And I think that is paramount is speaking truth. And we've been conditioned sometimes not to even speak truth because we may hurt someone's feelings. It may be politically incorrect. We may have fear of the consequences and really we're hurting ourselves when we do that. And we're, I know, no, yeah. and, and, we're, and we're hurting that person. We don't realize Absolutely. it, but that's what's happening. That's Absolutely. what's happening. Absolutely. Yeah. And listen, there's, there's, a, there's always a loving and compassionate way to say the truth. Right, right. And, that, and, uh, and I mean, it's not it like take, we've got to go time. into... Yeah, oh yeah. Not oh, it's not... It's, it's not, not easy. It's easy. Not, exactly, exactly. And that is definitely a work in progress. But it's just, a, it's just another... Another area that we could bring, bring forth attention to just catch ourselves, you know, even when you say something to think about it afterwards and say, did I really mean that? Or is that the way I'm really feeling? Or do we just say like, even, even, even as simple as, you know, someone saying, how are you? And, and everybody's saying fine. I mean, really, is everybody fine? Right. Right. You know? Right. That's true. That's true. So, you know, this has been a great, great conversation. And I want to get to your magazine, Kristen, because one of the things we feel that one of the spiritual fitness practices we talk about is how, and we talked about it earlier, is reading and putting the right stuff in our thoughts. And your magazine is definitely something that I've enjoyed reading and and um, I want our subscribers to know about it. So um, I guess because we're, we're limited on time, can you just kind of maybe give a quick nutshell on your magazine and how our uh, listeners can find you? Sure. I would love for them to find us. Uh, well, first of all, I call, I refer to best self magazine really as a co-creation because I love how, yes, I steer initially, I steer the content with, with a feature, a featured person, but then it just comes together in the most incredibly powerful, beautiful unfolding as all the contributors come in. And our goal really is to spark people and to empower people. And we try to represent myriad voices, people coming, coming at, uh, coming at this from their own angle, body, mind, spirit. There's, there's always, there are a lot of pieces, um, inspirational pieces, 
um, they're in the mind section. The body is full, full of recipes and exercise. And because we're digital, we have there's a lot of interactive functionality uh, with video. And, and it is designed uh, for, for the iPad. You can get it on your phone or you can see the content on the website, which is bestselfmedia.com. But the app is also available on Apple Newsstand. And it's, um, it really is a labor of love. Mm. And I, I am personally sparked every month when I, read, when I read the stories, when people share their journeys and the amazing things they're doing in the world. Even down to, we have a section called Noteworthy, which is just a shout out to people that are doing creating amazing products or have amazing services uh, all, all in this realm of trying to make this planet a better place. Yes. Well, and um, you gave, you said we can announce this and I'd like you to announce it because you're very, very, I'm very grateful that you're doing this, but you're going to, you said for our listeners, you have a six month free subscription. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. You'll have to announce that you have the coupon, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we have the coupon. We'll, we'll put it out on we'll put it all our media and so everybody can get access to it. Perfect. 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 I mean, I, you know, my goal is to to build this tribe. I really um I I hope and dream that people get sparked and that they start making these connections and that something something in the magazine really resonates with them and just reminds them of their own power and reminds them to connect to what lights them up and reminds them that it's never too late. And, you know, I think that's the biggest thing, you know, I, again, like I could, could go back and say, you know, like I love talking to young people because I love to remind them of their power. I love mm -hmm. to remind them of where they are in their life and like to just sort of like block out the noise and don't let the world tell them, you know, don't let the world dull their sparkle down and, and and dull their passion down because it's never too late but the further we go in life away from from our soul and from our purpose and the things that we want to be doing it's just a longer distance back right. you know so uh but you know best self is really just born of the seeds of possibility and uh and again you know whether it's it's uh you know starting you know, following up on a passion project, deciding like, wait, I'm going to write that book or I'm going to take care of my body or I'm going to go on that spiritual retreat, whatever it is, uh, comes in, you know, many different versions and flavors. Um, and it's just it's just for people to really just to embrace, you know, all the possibility that they have in their lives and 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 become the best version of themselves not you know it's not to become not to hold themselves up against anybody else it's just to be that best version of you well that's a great way to end it best version of you i love yeah. the mission i love it yeah well Kristen, thank you so much for coming on the show um you know we're excited um that we finally got you on the air and we're definitely going to stay connected and you know we'll keep tabs on on you and on the magazine and and we'll circle back with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it. I love what you're doing. And we will definitely cross paths and continue to co-create and, and, and also help other people do the same thing, right? Absolutely. I love it. 
So yeah, make sh- awesome. Awesome. Make sure you have the next episode of our pod queued up by subscribing to the Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes, following us on Twitter at the Warrior Pod, and liking the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you again, Kristen Noel from Best Self Magazine, for being on the show. Until next week, live brave. Join us next week for the next episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes or visit humblewarriorpodcast.com to listen to our past episodes.